0: Welcome to another episode of Based News Network. Today we have a extremely epic week of news, ranging from Liz Truss in the UK to Lana Del Rey being epic to Taylor Swift doing a thing with new music and so on. Very epic lineup. Based News Network brought to you by the Harvard Institute of Barbecue Sauce.
1: <laughs> That's epic.
0: I'm sorry. That's not real. Oh! <gasps> but if it was real we would be associated with it we would yes. be yeah
1: all right well i guess <laughs>
0: so yeah we we yeah by
1: the way it's me sophie
0: oh yeah i got it in oh, case yeah.
1: you forgot i was here
0: <laughs> there's sophie also known as jonah varka on instagram and i am kayo aka punk revolution now and yeah so taylor swift released a new album this weekend "Midnights." since everybody's talking about it So, Sophie and I listened to it. We're going to share our thoughts. And we also watched the Miss Americana Taylor Swift documentary on Netflix. To get
1: some more insight into Taylor.
0: We we do our research here, a based news network based on facts. So, buckle up for an epic thingy episode of news. And um, we'll get into that. But first, we're going to start with the news on Liz Truss. The boring old political boring news. And then we'll get to the fun. Taylor Swift News. It
1: seems like the UK lost two Lizzie's within a month.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's it's very interesting because you can actually find pictures of literally like a month and a half ago of Liz Truss, like, shaking hands with Queen Elizabeth II. Like, That's as so if, insane. <laughs> as if they were entering into a new era of, like, UK history. Yeah. And they did enter a new era, but it lasted very, very shortly. So very strange. Surreal. So, for those of you who really don't know, um, and I don't blame you because following UK politics is kind of annoying because it's always so chaotic. Liz Truss was yeah, it's a headache. Liz Truss was the Prime Minister of the UK for forty-five days, just stepped down, and uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't think they've determined who's going to be the new Prime Minister yet. But um, yeah, since it's uh, you know before before Liz Truss was Boris Johnson, a very goofy weird um clownish kind of guy lots of lots of people kind of call him clownish and then we have Liz Truss for 45 days you know just bunch just basically the UK politics right now is just cycling through a bunch of very weird incompetent conservative leaders basically just just it is actually a pretty interesting story it's it's it is a shit show um so even though it might, you know, you might be wondering, what the heck did Liz Truss do that got her kicked out in 45 days? She had, you can look it up. She had approval ratings in the single digits, like literally, like nine percent of people approve her, compared wow. to like. 80%. how does that
1: compare to Trump's?
0: Trump's approval rating was like usually in the mid 30s, maybe low 40s, like consistently. Like I don't think Trump ever mm. went below 30 percent um and and the the same is kind of true with joe biden joe biden's approval rating is kind of like in the same territory mid-30s low 40s you know it's interesting because like it seems at this point politics in the united states is so polarized that like you're always going to have a chunk of people that are going to be supportive of the republicans and always going to have a chunk of people that support democrats and dislike the other party so it's kind of like almost like in a, a stalemate of like a low 40s high 30s percent approval rating for presidents. And my understanding was like it the same the trend isn't that different in the UK, so for Liz Truss to have an approval rating of like 9% is kind of like a big deal. It's like, "Oh my god, the two parties are finally uniting the you know, the the left wing and right wing are coming together to disprove of a woman no well
1: um, don't cut that out of context guys because he's about to get canceled really bad so what no gonna get- no i'm
0: i feel <laughs> no honestly though like sophie don't you like okay even like don't you feel a little bit bad for liz trust though like i i i don't know if you like have been following the situation as closely as i have but like just as a human being like don't you feel bad for anybody who is, like, prime minister for literally only five days, has an extremely low approval rating, and then is, like, yeah. going down I mean, in history? I don't
1: know if I think—I don't know. I don't have a ton of, like, actual emotion, emotional investment in this, um, just because I'm so separated from it, it seems. Um, but, I mean, it is it is really embarrassing for her. Yeah. It's, it's pretty humiliating, and she probably won't be remembered— fondly or at all I don't know no no Um, I I mean
0: the the thing is is like obviously like I have extremely extremely different politics than Liz Truss like Liz Truss really tried to brand herself as like a libertarian like cut taxes and like free the economy kind of like Ronald Reagan or um, Margaret Thatcher and that's like a very very different belief system than I have and obviously I don't want politicians with those ideas to succeed at implementing their ideas um but yeah no i mean i still have a degree of sympathy with for her because like i don't know like i guess just to give the backstory and i I don't want to go too go too deep in this stuff because i know it's a little dry but it is interesting so in europe right now including the uk there's like a lot of inflation. It's like, you know, same with the United States, like in the UK and throughout Europe, you're seeing inflation around like 10%, which is not very common. It's a huge concern. Uh, Energy prices, gas prices are really, really, really high in Europe, like way higher than they are in the United States. Like in the United States right now, our politics is like super fragile because like the gas prices are going up to like four or five dollars and that might make republicans win the midterms europeans right now they roll their eyes at that like what the hell is wrong with americans for like electing a bunch of fascists just because the gas prices went up to like four or five dollars because in europe right now their gas prices are like literally more than twice as high so europe's economy is like super super fragile right now obviously this has to do with the the war in ukraine europe basically set up their entire energy system to get a ton of gas from Russia, they're no longer doing that because they don't want to fund the war, and they basically have a huge shortage in energy sources, while the United States, we do a lot of fracking, so we have uh, sources of energy here, so we don't need to rely on Russia. Anyways, this trust, like I said, big conservative, libertarian type, has this big idea of wanting to shift UK politics into a new era of tons and tons of tax cuts pretty much exclusively for, like, the rich, um, which is, like, really, really unpopular. And I know at least in the United States, like, even in conservatives at this point, I think kind of roll their eyes at the idea of, like, yeah, let's just ta- cut taxes for the rich. Like, I think conservatives yeah. right now are, like, more, like, in America, they're, like, oh, fuck fake news, but they're not, like, super, like, excited about cutting taxes for the rich. So... Here you have the UK in like a very fragile situation. And then you have a prime minister who comes in and announces this budget where it's billions and billions of dollars being tax cuts for the rich. And, you know, right now, like I said, in the UK, there's inflation. And the big concern is we need to get inflation under control. Everyone's pissed off. And because of this announced tax cut this increased concerns that this is going to lead to more inflation because they're they're cutting the taxes without like cutting spending so this is just going to put more money into the economy encourage more inflation and a lot of banks freaked out at this like okay all my assets that are in the UK right now all the money i have in the UK which is in the US, uk's currency is going to be worth even less cuz this is going to lead to more inflation. So I'm going to take all my money out of the UK and put it into maybe the US or something like that, which just leads to like a cycle of even more inflation. So there was like a there was basically a, a financial crisis because of this budget being announced. That's like basically a bunch mm. of tax cuts. Um so that was basically the crisis that like this this is you know we had the queen die and then we have a financial crisis on top of an already very fragile like country that's been going through like non-stop political turmoil since Brexit. So So the
1: country's in shambles.
0: The country's in shambles. I mean, they'll be okay. Like I think I think honestly, I think a bigger kind of story behind all of this. Well, is is like you know, this is something that I think the stereotype is that you see this kind of behavior um amongst mm-hmm like, developing Mm -hmm. countries um, with, with like, very, like, far-left, like, socialist communist governments. You know what I mean? Like, the concern Mm -hmm. is there's going to be some socialist elected in some South American country, and they're going to make a bunch of promises that they're not going to be able to pay for, and then it's going to lead to inflation, and it's going to lead to a financial crisis. Like, that's the stereotype, and the stereotype also, along with that, is that, like, the conservatives who are more pro-capitalism are more like responsible and they're going to do the right thing with fiscal responsibility and they're going to grow the economy that way. So there is a little bit of like, I hate to say it for me, like a little bit of satisfaction to see like, this is the conservative right-wing libertarian pro-capitalism government that is like being shamed by Banks. clear
1: proof that it's not
0: working it's yeah like they it's 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 uh it's exactly yeah and i you know i don't i feel bad for the uk right now i'm not trying to turn this into like ha 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 your government fails and this is proof that your ideology stinks and is, is like just ridiculous um but it is it is pretty ridiculous so Sorry, mm-hmm. that was kind of a long ramble. But anyways, no, I have it's this, okay. I mean, yeah, so that I mean so, so that's basically that. Like it's 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 really embarrassing. Two weeks of mourning for Eliz- you know, Queen Elizabeth, and then immediately there's this huge tax cut, which is only for the rich people. Who the hell wants that? Nobody. Right. And there
1: were some financial concerns about the two weeks of mourning, right?
0: Probably. I mean expensive. I don't know.
1: I, I saw some like protests about I, it. That makes sense UK, to me.
0: That makes sense to me. About, like about
1: like taxpayer dollars being used to you know, use, being used to fund this, perhaps, archaic, wasteful, excessive ritual, so. Yeah, it, it is interesting, and
0: I, I don't know, I do think there is, like, an additional layer to this whole situation where, like, the tax cuts, I don't like them, I think they're very irresponsible, I think it's insane to, like, propose these massive tax cuts when everything is very unstable, and everyone right now is really concerned about, like, the war and inflation, and they don't, they're not in the mood for, like, some weird experimental libertarian experiment, you know? Um, but, like the, like, the the tax cuts were, like, $30 billion, which is, like, a lot of money, but not, like, an insanely huge amount of money that should result in, like, a massive financial crisis. Like, that's, that's $30 billion that might contribute a decent amount to inflation, but it's not, like, massive panic mode. So, I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit of a lesson here kind of beneath it all that, like, it kind of shows you who, like, the boss is at the end of the day. Like, you can be a conservative government that wants to cut taxes, but you can't, at the end of the day, like, piss off, like, financial institutions because mm. they can take all their money out of your country and, like, literally screw you over. Um you know, like if the UK actually did have like a huge amount of people who wanted to live under like a libertarian kind of regime of tax cuts, that's something they'd like literally, even though they could afford to do it, they can't do it because like it's it seems like finance ultimately at the end of the day is like where the power lies, you know? So it's very yeah. interesting because you've seen this kind of conversation play out in South America a lot where you might have a socialist government. Take power, lots of investors pull their money out, and then the, the socialist government points fingers and say, "Look, it's the capitalists who are purposely kneecapping us." Um, and now you have the th- you have this kind of same situation happening in the UK with the conservative government. So, anyways, well, so, well, p- sorry, that f- I felt like I was a, lo- a mouthful. It's just I've been watching no, this and it's just weirdest, it's, weird as weird as hell. It's
1: really good um, commentary. Good summary for. Uh, people like people such as I who may not follow UK politics super closely. And it's nice to have, you know, that economic perspective, which, you know, Kayo studied economics in, in school, so he knows what he's talking about. Um, I think I so. Don't- <laughs> I like to think.
0: I mean, I don't know. A 9% approval rating is really low, though. Like, that's weird. Like, I don't truly, know. Truly,
1: yeah. It's truly I, low. I,
0: I, I know it's so, like... Kind of cliche and like you know like yes this is obviously a very bad prime minister to like have this country enter a crisis like this in such a short time but don't you th- i mean come on like th- 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 boris johnson was like even worse and his approval rating was like pretty high I can't help but you think us
1: it's dis- rooted in a little misogyny?
0: I think. I mean I think so. I mean this is like you know, like obviously you have like the, the left wing part of the government that is gonna dislike her regardless because she's literally like cutting taxes for the rich and screwing everybody over regardless. And then you have like the conservative side, which is like supposed to like their prime minister, but I don't know. I, I kind of have this idea that maybe conservatives aren't giving her as much of a break as they did with Boris Johnson because she's like Woman, so I don't know.
1: It's possible. Um, I don't know if that's like the main point of concern with this entire scenario, but it's certainly possible. Well, probably it's probably true. I mean, just you know,
0: like if Donald Trump has an approval rating of like thirty-five percent, then Liz Truss having an approval rating of like nine percent is like, okay, what's the difference there? You know, like Donald Trump is way worse than Liz Truss, but I don't know. Yeah,
1: women. Do struggle to. I don't think the the public see women as charismatic people. Yeah, I think that's true. Men, they don't view women as author like capable authority figures. People, they don't view women as people who make sound political decisions. They don't see women as charismatic, charming people.
0: Yeah, that's true. And I think if you accidentally kind of start a little crisis, a little financial crisis in your country. You ought to have some charisma to like sweep it under the rug. And um, I don't know, like Liz Truss, regardless of the fact that she's a woman, I don't see her as a very charismatic person. Um, And she's like literally forcing unpopular policies down people's throats at the expense of more inflation. But I don't know, maybe. Yeah, she sucks. She sucks. Yeah, no, she sucks. By the
1: way, we're not defending her at all yeah no
0: we're not i we're not i just i'm just a human being who literally feels bad for like her you know what i you mean you can't
1: you can't help but like feel bad because yeah. you're just like sort of and you're a very empathetic person so yeah it is i mean it is when i look at the situation like wow this is pretty humiliating for her but i also don't care that much because i don't agree with her politics i think the u k. is fricked right now, anyway. yeah, I'm not yeah. super invested in this situation. Um I don't really feel very sorry for her, considering like what she was actually like
0: pushing. <laughs> you know you you, you you are you are absolutely right, Sophie. You're right. Like these are politicians who don't give a shit about exactly the of the UK like they don't I, care they, i should snap out of it like no,
1: no 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 you're just you're you're looking at this at a very from a very human perspective you i think you're literally just looking at liz trust the the woman the human being who is like kind of being clowned in the media and had this very embarrassing run yeah and like we said in an Minister. earlier
0: episode like what like we said in the earlier episode like the uk media is like particularly like um
1: it's very know. vile. I mean, vile. Yeah. look at anything they've written about, like, Meghan Markle or d- Princess Diana or something. Like, It's, cru- it's very cruel. Like, yeah. the Daily Mail, etc. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so, we'll see who comes next. Probably going to be someone who's worse. Just going to be honest.
1: It's a little fun to, like... It's not fun, because this is, like... At the expense of people's lives and such But like I feel like the Europe has a very Or or the Europe, sorry I feel like Europe has A little bit of a condescending view Of the United States Um,
0: Very true, very true I think
1: they believe we have no culture I think they believe We are politically incompetent That we hired these dumbass people like Trump To run our country Um and i think they think our the united states is just in shambles that it's chaotic you know there's school shootings there there's inflation there's po- extreme poverty and homelessness etc yes the united states has a ton of racism there's like a ton of issues here all
0: right europe we but, have all those things
1: but so do you guys
0: but so do you and it's a little bit
1: satisfying to it's a little bit satisfying to say like hey like you guys are kind of hypocritical. Or <laughs> it's not really their fault though. It's no one's fault like the it's not like normal people's fault that their governments are doing this shit really. You have
0: this is all just like you're sitting back and watching the people you elected just like be idiots yep. and you have to just watch and sit, which I think we've all been there before. We've it's all been just, there just watching with, with I just shock hope and some awe.
1: Europeans like particularly, you know, people in the UK see that I don't know, like maybe perhaps they realize now that a lot of this is out of their hands. And because I do you know what I mean? Because like sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm an American. I bet like people overseas think of me as an idiot and like a bigot. So what you're
0: saying, what you're saying is that the people of America and the people of the UK need to have solidarity amongst their class and overthrow the politicians because yes! it's not our fault is donald
1: trump it's liz no, trust it's, it's literally true it's the,
0: yeah no for real so
1: it's true because let's let's like face it both of us let's face it we are i feel like this the meaning of like consent of the governed isn't really like it's not holding true and i feel like especially with ukraine too the war in ukraine like normal people are being thrust into these crises that they don't really have any part in and they're sort of subject to whatever selfish acts that these, like, sociopathic politicians want to do and, the capitalists, whatever, people in power on the left and right, whatever, you know, like, we're just being <laughs> herded into, like, chaos
0: yeah no i think that's a good point like i think it's not our fault really to, everyone needs to be a little bit nicer to each other because like like haha these- ha,
1: you're trump's tr- you yeah. live in america you can't go to school without getting shot up like yes we
0: gotta be nice but to so do to you this. guys you know like, yeah, you no, also no, have no, your like,
1: issues too
0: a lot of these yeah we're not
1: we, du- a lot of us are not dumb and neither are you guys we're yeah. just in these shitty situations that we did not ask for
0: yeah, no, I mean, I I think a lot of this stuff we're going through right now is, like, the offshoot of, like, the war that nobody wants, the, yeah. uh, you know, um, COVID, obviously. COVID is, like, we're still reeling from that.
1: Epic AF.
0: Yeah. Anyways, we spent a good amount of time talking about British politics.
1: Let's get into the real news. Let's get into the real news. Um, I'll take the lead here as a woman, ladies... A lot of us love lana we can't help it it's in our blood we just we can't help it so um here's the deal lana lana's car was broken into and they stole her laptop all these hard drives some video cameras etc they stole all of her thingies and it had Lots of unreleased music. It had this, like, 200-page ba- book she was writing, probably another poetry book she released, Violet Bent Backwards Over the Grass, like, maybe Did you read that poetry book? I did. I did read it. Is it good? I, I actually own it. Um, I do own it.
0: Um, did you like it? No. 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 <laughs> but you're a big Lana <laughs> fan, so you have I,
1: to... Here's the thing. Like, we have to... We, we support her. We don't... doesn't matter. I i wasn't a big fan of it i i don't i don't think it's great good. When, um, wait, was this like
0: last year two years ago this,
1: i would say about, about two years ago probably let me check it was either 2019 or 2020 i think maybe 2019
0: so she was already like i don't know um uh i'm, I'm just like i'm just thinking you know she's released blue banisters which i know you didn't love Chemtrails over the country club i know you didn't love. I don't love those albums either. So if if this was released within the past few years, it like it sounds like it's kind of just. part July twenty eighth,
1: twenty twenty. Yeah.
0: Okay, so she was kind of already in her like, um, era of flop less...
1: era.
0: You could say that. That's if that is that. That's what the stands on um, Twitter say.
1: I well, here's the thing. I think that Norman Fucking Rockwell was an incredible album, especially like. Relative to Lana's other work I think it's f- quite good It's, I mean, universally pretty Well liked by critics I like um, it Yeah, Kayo even likes it So, Fant- Floptano even liked it So It's safe to say that it's it's a pretty good record Um, but You know, pretty shortly after Lana released uh, K- Chemtrails and then After that, Blue Banisters Um they felt like they were going in a similar direction as NFR. Um, so before they were released, I was you know pretty excited because I thought, oh okay, we're gonna get some more good songwriting. And I don't think that quite happened on those Not two two tra- uh, two uh, projects. Um, there were some there were some outliers. I think there were a few g- good tracks on each of the albums, but other than that they i don't really listen to them that much wait
0: so hold up hold up i i yes that's a very good summary i basically agree with that but i yeah i'm I i'm just i'm I'm still like I, next time i'm over i want to take a look at this poetry book because to me that like
1: i'll send you some stuff from it I, I remember
0: yeah i remember reading like oh yeah lana del rey is like releasing a poetry book that's really weird but like it never really. I was sank excited in. as hell for it. No. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't really sink in to me that like that's a thing she actually did. That's like a very she
1: she did that and she released like a vinyl, like. You of her just like narrating it. Oh
0: yeah, like a spoken word. It might album, be.
1: Right? It actually might even be on Spotify. Let me check. Um, it's not the worst thing. Actually, I could read a little excerpt from the book.
0: Well, if you have it on, you go ahead and pick f- your favorite I, I, one. I
1: literally do. I'll be just one second.
0: Alrighty. In the meantime, while you get that, I will
1: tell a story about. Well, I'm already back, so. Okay. But yeah, go. <laughs> no, please Good. do tell your story. I don't have a story. Oh, okay, got you. Um, it's not. It's not her best best work. Um, here's the foreword, or the dedication, dedicated to whomever's worn warm afternoon hands come upon these pages, wherever you may find them, and that you may remember that the world is conspiring for you and to act in a manner as such.
0: Okay, so that to me sounds like she's the wearing universe, a
1: fedora. The the basically the universe is telling me to read is telling you to read my poetry book.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: um there's some. I want to find my favorite. Wait, 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 wait. Favorite one. Okay, oh, okay, L. A. Who am I to love you? This one. L- this one All is right. so funny.
0: Give it. Give it. Give us. Give us a line. Give us some lines out of it.
1: Okay. Um. God, there's so many funny ones. It's so hard to pick. Pe- L. A. I know I'm bad, but I have nowhere else to go. Can I come home now? I never had a mother. Will you let me make the sun my own now and the ocean my son? I'm quite good at tending to things despite my upbringing. Can I raise your mountains? I promise to keep them greener, make them my daughters, teach them about fires, warn them about water. I'm lonely, LA. Can I come home now? There's just like, there's, oh, wait, 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 this one's really good and also i can't sleep without you no one's ever really held me like you do not quite tightly but certainly i feel your body next to me smoking next to me vaping lightly next to me (laughs) i love that you love the neon lights like me orange in the distance we both love that and i love that we have that in common it's it still goes on it's so
0: i will say like i think you and i probably feel the same way about it which is like that's Not bad. It's not bad, but it's not bad, but it's not good. But but the fact that it's about L A makes it bad. You know what I mean? There are certainly
1: uh, there are definitely worse poems in here.
0: Well, I feel like that's kind of Lana Del Rey in a nutshell. It's like
1: I don't care. I love this book. It's so pretty. It has like a beautiful painting of like orange oranges, like an orange tree, and it's I don't know. There's like pictures in here and like so that's your relationship with Lana Del Rey. Basically, that's exactly my relationship in my in my mind she can do no wrong. I don't really care if it's bad, I will still listen to it. I'll still stream like and I know I'm a hypocrite cuz I dislike this this uh trait in Swifties. But okay. Okay, I'm not like a Swiftie when it comes to Lana. I just Lana, Lana's just have, better than Taylor. Swift. She is better than Taylor Swift and I have a nostalgic like Connection to Lana Del Rey, um, it's more like I can. The reason I have the book is more like I can say, "Oh, I have Lana's poetry book," rather than like I read the book. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, pretty shallow. It's pretty shallow. Um, uh, no,
0: no, that's. I mean, okay. So Sophie, if I'm, I could be wrong about this, but so I know the like new segment The new segment here is that Lana Del Rey had like her stuff stolen again. Um, did you say it included like new poetry she was writing as well, or, or do you not? Do we not know that yet?
1: Yes, it was a new poetry book that she was writing. Oh, oh. I think poetry, maybe some other things. It was two hundred, two hundred pages. Okay. She lost. And this lost happened that. to her before, right? It did. In two thousand eleven, she was staying at a hotel, and a bunch of like her hard drives and like maybe her laptop even were stolen. Um, and that's the reason why Lana has is fame is famously or, or famously has a lot of unreleased music that you can find like anywhere sophie on didn't you, youtube
0: didn't sophie didn't you like listen to like all her unreleased demos uh, oh
1: yeah yeah
0: how many songs I'm, is it
1: oh god like 200 plus probably
0: okay so there's so, so
1: many songs unreleased. you're being songs. a little
0: you're being a little coy about it but if you've listened to over 200 <laughs> unreleased demos of lana del rey and own her poetry book you really like her. You really like Lana Del Rey. I have
1: a lot of her vinyl, too. I do. Okay, I know. Right. It's so embarrassing. Oh, this no, makes no, me want to wonder- no. I'm going to cry from embarrassment. So no, so no, 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 but-
0: Sophie. What's embarrassing are Taylor Swift fans who are the same way about Taylor Swift. And instead of being able to acknowledge that Taylor Swift has flaws the same way you're able to acknowledge that Lana Del Rey has flaws, Taylor Swift fans will insult you and, and 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 hurts you if you dare to criticize Taylor Swift. There's so, so many
1: things I like about Lana. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. I my favorite thing about her is like how weird she is. She's really weird. Um
0: Yeah, I feel you on that.
1: She is an enigma. She has this like super weird attitude and way of speaking.
0: I kind of feel the same way about Morrissey of the Smiths.
1: Oh, God, yeah, I feel the same way about Morrissey.
0: It's like, obviously, we don't like Morrissey, but we like Morrissey because he's so weird in an entertaining exactly, way. Exactly,
1: exactly. That's We're that's how I how I laughing at about him, Lana. not with him. You know what I mean? Yes, although I don't quite feel that way about Lana exactly because I don't think Lana is as bad of a person as Morrissey. Um, I agree. Or as bigoted or whatever. Um, Definitely true. Well, we'll, well see. Misconce- common misconception is that Lana is a Trump supporter, not true. She tried, she tried to hex Trump on Twitter. That was really funny. Do you remember All that? Right.
0: I do, but Sophie, I'm still in the camp where I think she might be a Trump supporter. She's not. I know. Okay. I know she's... Oh. Okay. I, 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 Look, she says she's not. She's probably not. She's literally like, not. She's she like... literally just looks like one. She literally looks... And okay, I know
1: so she looks like one now. She... Well, in recent years, Lana has not... She has kind of lost her status as a fashion girl um so she used to be very glamorous okay. no 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 it's okay i think as time has passed she's made better music overall um with i norman. i have sorry
0: with with norman fucking rockwell for sure oh yeah
1: exactly so um and i'm still i still have this optimism for her new album that's gonna come out or maybe not even at all maybe we have another XEX world situation because some freaking idiot stole her music again and oh it's so annoying because we might not even get the freaking new album now because you freaking trolls took the f- music so yeah
0: how does this happen twice
1: you have to well here's the thing lana's probably not super smart about this and probably like leaves her door here's i feel like a lot of del rey fans like like to think of lana as being pre- kind of dumb and that's probably not true, but it's just, like, a meme, if that makes sense. Well, this is what I say when I say she looks like a Trump supporter. She
0: looks a little dumb. You know what I mean?
1: She's... Uh, she's
0: and that's so mean of me to say, like, I don't want to judge people by how they look. She's not dumb, but... No, she's, she's obviously not. She's obviously not.
1: She's not dumb, but it's, like, it's a meme.
0: It's a good meme. It's a funny meme. Yeah, no, that's, that, that's the thing. She, it's, like, when I heard this she story... She's just an
1: enigma she, of a person. She is... I don't know. It's, like... Every girl, or not every girl, but a lot of girls have this like, par- like innate sort of femininity and like sentiment, sentimental sort of like cinematic, like imaginative personality to them. Um, so that's why I like Lana a lot. I like Lana's, I like Lana's old music, even though it's the songwriting is really funny. Like if you laugh, like when I listen to her music, I laugh at the lyrics. But to a younger me, I mean, I when I heard that stuff, I was like, holy sh- what the freak am I hearing? This is- I mean, oh my god, what- what are these illusions that she's making? Oh my god, she's so glamorous. She's- she's singing about California, New York, and she's singing about, like, teenage prostitutes and, like, <laughs> gangsters and, like, <laughs> it's so dumb, like, Lolita- um, like 50s, 1940s, 30s cinema, Golden Age of Hollywood, um, Elvis Presley, Priscilla Presley, like she creates these sort of like caricatures of American culture, um, but does it in like a very like appealing way to like a 15 year old girl. Yeah, no, I, I
0: I get that. I, I definitely see it's it. It's and-
1: nostalgic. Now, I don't think her new music is not like that. Uh, like, Norman fucking Rockwell was very introspective. And Strip Back, songwriting was better. There's st- Don't get me wrong, though. On that album, there are some lyrics that make me laugh still. But it, I think it's just overall a lot better. But there's, like, a part of me, like, as someone who loves movies, I love movies, I love fashion, I love history, um, I I find Lana very appealing. Hmm. So well, uh, she also has this like sultry like low voice. Yeah, you know. I mean,
0: there's a part of me that kind of wants to use the word, and I don't mean this in a super critical way, but it's like a little bit of like cliches. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yes, like absolutely. American cliche. American they, romantic cliches.
1: That's what she um, does. That's what she. Well, that's what she has been doing. I don't think she does it as much anymore, but. Uh, Born to die is full of that Born to die is like rich of that um, But At the same time it's almost like Unique Because She's just going so overboard On the cliches that it's almost created This like new phenomenon That it's kind only of sh- ironic Yeah no it is I think she's aware Of it too um, But like it's so written with cliches that it kind of creates Its own thing and it's almost a little bit campy, I think, and a little, yeah. um,
0: Yo, you think, do um, you know what I mean? No, I get it. Do you think there's going to be, I mean, who knows what's going to happen, but like, if there's like another like massive drop of like 200 Lana Del Rey unreleased demos, um, from this most recent like theft, are you going to like dig through it?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, well lana said not to she said in like on instagram live on her private and do you know about her private instagram do you know this whole drama
0: no i do not so
1: she deleted her instagram and she had this like like she had another instagram called honeymoon based on her album honeymoon that she made around that time where she's like posting sort of like more intimate behind the scenes stuff i think tyler the creator has like a similar instagram like might be like flower boy or something i don't know um anyway uh lana had this instagram account that she kept private for years after but i mean i don't know it probably has like a million followers it had a lot of followers of like lana del rey fans um but a few recent and she started posting on that again and kind of treated it as her actual instagram account and i'm checking now but it it has two million followers and now she just posts she posts on it a lot and just very freely she has a like story highlight literally called i'm so random so she's really like leaning into her millennial like kind of everyday like jane doe vibe Mm -hmm. um which i like i find it endearing and fun um Anywho, um, so a few times she, like, left her, like, she turned off the privacy settings on her Instagram, and it was public for, like, a day, and then, like, a bunch of people followed, like, I had been requesting this account for, like, four years, um, and finally it got let in, and so I'm pretty happy about that, but anyway, she went live on this account. It's a private account, so it, it, like, she privated it again, so only people who, like, follow can see, um, but she went live and was, like, Please don't listen to leaked music. Like I don't want people was, to listen was to Was this it. like recent? Yeah, this or, was like a few days ago.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I wasn't sure if this was regarding to like the newest leak or the oldest leak or no, the new
1: leak. St- this the, uh, new the, the the old leak was in two thousand eleven, which predates like Oh, okay. Right. Most of her work. So. Gotcha.
0: Hmm, that's interesting. So out of curiosity, do you know if it's like um any of the songs in, like, Blue Bannisters or Come Trails Over the Country Club, like, were super old demos that, like, finally yes, made Yes, it-
1: actually, there were. Um, she hasn't released a ton of demos. A lot of them, like, some of the most popular ones, like, Serial Killer is really popular, Lana, unreleased Lana song, that she literally performs live. When I saw her live in 2017, she performed it. Like, she performs that song all the time, but it's, like, she's never going to release it. Yeah. Um, Hmm. There are some like very pop uh, In recent years on TikTok some, So many of her like unreleased songs Have been like huge on TikTok
0: This is so weird Like this sounds yeah. like such an, an essential part Of Lana Del Rey's lore And yes, like I'm totally oblivious to it I, I should probably <laughs> dig into <laughs> it is, some of these uh, You
1: should I mean I like them I, I don't and they're not amazing They're nostalgic and fun But um, one of Such demos uh, Thunder it was on um, Blue Bannisters. Gotcha. And yeah, because I'm just thinking. If I actually, musician, I actually really like that song.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Like, I, I thought that is,
1: song was like w- probably the best one on the album.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, like, if you're a song, if you're if you're working on an album, you know, and that's a lot of work, and you know, you have in your back pocket like already a bunch of very very good demos. I would imagine yeah. she did some of know.
1: the like two of them. Um, I think California and the next best American record on uh, Norman fucking Rockwell were also unreleased Lana songs
0: Gotcha Yeah, no, that, yeah, that that makes sense And I'm sure whatever her next album is We'll probably have another one There's a good chance of yeah. just guessing um, It
1: happens a lot And I, I, I fear that this leak will not be good for the new album You know, this kind of reminds me
0: of the Grand Theft Auto 6 leak
1: <laughs> I guess the, the, it's that's the, like the boy version of this The boy
0: version, yeah Because the Grand Theft Auto 6 leak was like super exciting Yeah But there was like a lot of speculation I don't know how true this is That the leak inc- contained like a lot of like data About like the oh. code behind the game so like some people can use it
1: to like create their own stuff,
0: like hack into the game when it does come out. Oh. So like there's a lot of speculation because of the leak. The, they have to like kind of start from scratch or like backtrack a lot in the game, you know, development.
1: Shit. So it's,
0: you know, I that's don't know how true that that's is. That's probably what
1: Lana's is probably not going to release like a leaked album.
0: Yeah, I, I would probably Which feel. sucks similar.
1: because I was looking for it. I still have a naive optimism about Lana and I'm hoping that this next album is gonna be really good, um, just because M- NFR was so good, in my opinion, compared to yeah. like her other work. Yeah, and I think so. I, I, mean, I genuinely really liked the album. Like, no, I, think no, that, no. I think that. <laughs> I think that. I think
0: that. Uh. I I liked Norman Fucking re- Rockwell a lot.
1: I think some of the songs are really incredible songs. Like. Uh, yeah, definitely. Venice the Beach. songwriting Venice Bitch is good. Oh, Venice Bitch, yeah. Ugh, fake fans. Um, Venice Bitch is not my favorite, but I really liked. Um, uh, fuck, why can't I think of the names? Oh, The Greatest, I like The Greatest a lot, and I mm-hmm. really liked. Um, Mariners Apartment Complex is really good, and yeah. Also, you know- I I liked I liked the song Norman Fucking Rockwell, except I hate the part where it's like. You fricked me so good that I. I hate that line because it's so cringe. So that like ruins the song for me, but I really like the rest of it.
0: Speaking of epic alternative pop that has some cringe lyrics to don't once say in a while. alternative pop. <laughs> it's Alter- true. Lana Del Rey is alt pop. But should we talk about? Yeah, I know I hate the. Term I know
1: I, I'm spending much too much time on Lana. I can't help I any,
0: I know it's it's hard for you to shift your brain from talking about Lana, who you love, to talking about the what is it like the evil twin, alternate universe evil I'm version. Not, ev-
1: not even. Not like, even. All right. Yeah. T- but she, Lana t- Del Rey was t- featured in this album. Featured is is a generous word. We're talking
0: about Taylor Swift's, Midnight's.
1: The biggest success of any album to ever be released. Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight's. I fear that's what's going to happen.
0: Well, I mean, it's getting a lot of streams. So I guess just to break the news to the audience who's listening, Sophie and I have very strong feelings that this album is really, really, really mediocre. And I don't think we're alone on that. I think a lot of Taylor Swift fans even can acknowledge that. But Sophie and I were talking, it feels like we're all being collectively gaslit. Yes. Because this album is getting so much discussion, analysis, the entire media ecosystem is spending so much time talking about this album, praising this album. The Guardian gave it a 10 out of 10. Rolling Stone gave it a perfect score. The Independent gave it a perfect score. I don't score.
1: understand. It's not. And it's not true.
0: It's objectively. It's object. Like there's no way any human being can listen to this and be like, yes, this is an album without flaws. Can I
1: write? Can I read some lyric excerpts from this? Please, please do. Please do. Okay, I think it's necessary to paint a picture for those of us who are who are lucky enough to have not heard it. Um i think i want to here's the thing i'm afraid i'm very afraid that if i am publicly critical of this album i will be blacklisted not really but like i what if someone like comes into this podcast and like gives a million one-star reviews because you're critical of taylor like it freaks me out um so i just want to say that if you like taylor swift that's that's totally cool a lot of my close friends love her she's very well liked and that's okay i'm i just want to say i i am personally not a fan of taylor swift in in her music like it's just not for me and i hope that you guys respect that opinion and allow us to speak critically about her work um it's coming from like a place of like genuine like appreciation for music if and. you're a big fan
0: of Taylor Swift, you should probably just stop the episode now because we, we're, you're not going to like what we're... You're not going to like our opinion. But um, no, no, yeah, I agree. And I mean, I don't know. I, I know you said you're just about to read lyrics though, but I, I really want to say real quick, like, I find it very, very disturbing how it's become so normalized to unleash so much vicious hatred Yeah. on people who don't like Taylor Swift. Good like the new... F- Yeah, a good friend of mine
1: who has a private Twitter account, but she was tweeting lots of stuff about this, and it was very refreshing because I, I trust her opinion. She's very smart, very articulate, and she was basically saying, like, we've created this insane environment where, like, you cannot criticize, like pop music anymore and if you do you're you're going to be subject to like this insane level of hatred and it's not doing any favors to the musicians who you know aren't going to hear negative feedback it's like it's pretty like disrespectful to them to the musicians too you know what i mean
0: yeah no definitely i mean like i saw a new york times review. And frankly, I think this album... I don't understand why the New York Times is even bothering reviewing this, but whatever. I know they're going to get a lot of clicks. So they reviewed it. They gave it a mixed review. It wasn't super harsh, but it wasn't like super complimentary either, which is, I think, completely reasonable of any review to do. You know, normally, you know, I think that's too nice of a review. I think the album is straight up just bad from start to finish. But the New York Times gave it a a middle review. And in the comments on Facebook of this review was just visceral hatred like trashing the the author trashing the New York Times like just complete like like really toxic lashing out and this these were like grown adults people who were like in their 30s you know and, and this was like the vast majority of comments was like this person needs to get fired this person can't write this person is w- you know like And it's like, is this what we've become as a society where it's like normalized to like unleash absolute hatred at strangers because they have a different opinion than you? And
1: I want to say that this is like, I know maybe some Swifties will hear me say this and think like, wow, like Taylor's rent rent free in your mind. Like you're obsessed, blah, blah, blah. Like they'll just say that to me and that's fine. You can think that. I feel like I've been genuinely emotionally affected by this album rollout and the public response i know that is extremely lame and pathetic but it has emotionally affected me because i I don't know i'm just like so disappointed in what music criticism has become and it sucks that i i and like so many other people can't be honest about opinions about art because it's particularly this album because like someone's gonna like i don't know like i bet someone like if i like made a post on instagram like just sort of like freely expressing my thoughts on the album i posted some hints about my feelings but not nothing explicit um, but if I think if I were to do that, like someone in the comments would be like, "You're like fat, you're ugly, you, like have small boobs," like you know, like I feel like they would come for my appearance, and like <laughs> yeah, like and they just, would like, do be that. really cruel to me, <laughs> and, and they would
0: get away with it too. Like that's the thing is like not only is it like normalized to be cruel, but like it's like like I said, it's it's normalized. Like people do that now so often that it's like not even worth like even replying because if you reply saying, "Hey, that's not nice," you're gonna get a million more replies saying. You know, haha, rent free in your head. It's like Wait, it's like it's the lately, same way that like, I it's gosh, like Trump supporters. It's like four yeah. chan trolls. You know what I mean? I it's do want to. Can
1: I say something? Like I feel like I've needed to say this, and this is it just goes beyond like Taylor Swift. But I I recently saw like something on Twitter where it's like once you hit 10k followers on anything, like you go from being like a human being to like a institution or, like, a non-living entity, and I found that to be particularly true, as, like, I have more followers on Instagram, like, I've noticed a huge shift in how people treat me online, and I know it's, like, oh, boo-hoo, like, you're, oh, Instagram, just, like, turn off your phone and go outside, like, it's true, but, like, I don't know, like, people have been increasingly really cruel to me online in, like, recent months and it sucks and i really just like want to remind people i'm like a real person and um i don't know it's like yeah the comments do affect me a little bit and make me sad like i used to be much better at ignoring hate comments but i get a lot more hate comments um well
0: i think i mean i don't think you need to be like you know i I, I, like shy about it like i think it makes sense like you know, from from, you know, being someone who's not you, maybe I, I can ha- have like a little bit more credibility because I'm speaking on behalf of you like you're someone I know who is like very sensitive, which is a great thing because it makes you someone who like is like a little bit more you find things a little bit more funny. You're, you're, you're like, you're a very creative person. You put a lot of like love and passion into your post Thank on you. Instagram. You know what I mean? Like this is a big part of your life. It's like you, you put a lot of work into it. So no shit if people are commenting really mean things. It's like, it's like really, really mean. And you know, just an FYI for people who like look at Sophie's Instagram, see it has a lot of followers. It's like, Sophie's not making like, a living off this Instagram or something like that. No, she's not like no. she's not like a, you know, she's not like a ruling class billionaire who, you know, you can, like, it, it's, it's, you know, it'd be, it, if Sophie was, like, a multi-millionaire because of her Instagram, then yeah, go ahead, trash her. But she's literally just a person who posts, <laughs> she, like, posts, like, art, you know, like, think of her posts as art, and maybe that sounds silly to you, but it kind of is, you know. She puts the creative effort into it, you know, tries to make people happy. And then just, to, like, to trash it is... I mean, it's it, yeah. I, I see talking to Sophie outside of you know these podcast episodes. It really, really bothers her, and me too, and me too. And I see it once I hit 10k, the number looks fancier on Instagram. All of a sudden, people can be pretty ruthless. Um, but the thing with the Taylor Swift fans, just to bring it back to Taylor Swift, is um, this is like now you can do it to anybody if they have like a, if they have like a hundred followers, two hundred followers, you know, um, and like. You know, I, I know, Sophie, you said, you, you know, you don't want people to, to you know, lash out on us because we have a different opinion than them. But I'm going to be pretty blunt with you. I think this I think Taylor Swift's album Midnights is like atrocious, like horrible. And I know I know people are going to get mad unfollowed because I'm saying it. but like if you're someone who likes Taylor Swift and even if you like this album, can't you understand that like not everyone's going to like it? You know, can't you just feel like in your gut, it's like it's just there's something missing there. You know what I mean? And like maybe you can deny it in your head and say, oh, it's because it's experimental. Not everyone's going to understand people, the experimentation.
1: Like right now, are in the process of tweeting, let people enjoy things, or people hater midnight haters hate fun. Um, like or just say you hate women. Just say you say you hate fun. Let people enjoy things. These sort of like dismissive dismissive comments. Are just they're the pretty disrespectful. They they're, are
0: because the implication is that we we are bad people for disliking it. Like oh, how dare us not let you have fun? How dare you not let us call a horrible album a horrible album? Like it sucks.
1: You, it but fucking we're else, sucks. <laughs> we're also no, not saying though, like you can enjoy it. You know, like you you can't. Can, no, not you can uh, like I, you this I, album. I, but I we Sophie, can we should be able to exp- no, express. No. This simple. I
0: disagree. I disagree. (laughs) No, you're no, Sophie, let's stop being nice. If you like this album, you are a fucking idiot. No, for real. No, 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 this album sucks. This album fucking sucks. I don't (laughs) Don't care. No. We watched that we watched Miss Americana. Taylor Swift as a person sucks. Her music sucks
1: and you suck.
0: That's why you (laughs) like her music. That's why you like her music. You like her music because you suck and she sucks and her music appeals to you. I'm. I'm just. Say, no. This is how it is. This is how it is. I'm tired of like tiptoeing around it because we're tired of Taylor Swift fans being abusive. Like, that's just how. That's um, how it is.
1: Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> I. I don't know. I. I don't know. I. I don't know what to say. Um. <laughs>
0: okay. All right, all right. All right. All right. Sorry. I put you in a tough spot there, Sophie. Because look, you, Sophie. Sophie and I. Okay. Me, okay. he's
1: exaggerating so, he's not i'm
0: exaggerating if you're mad at me for saying that please direct your hatred towards me and not sophie because like i said sophie is a lot more understanding empathetic person who loves swifties i'm less generous sophie's a sensitive person who when you unleash hatred at sophie it hurts her feelings D- aim it aim it aim it at uh, me i just I'm the like one want who said no
1: like he's joke like he he feels this he feels an intense feeling about this obviously he's not gonna like say you can't like something or like think you're dumb for liking something like i i know you're like maybe you do think that but um uh all we want is just like to be able to like freely express our feelings about a piece of art without being like personally attacked by personally i mean like personally do you agree (sighs)
0: I think I think we can agree. I, we can agree on that, yeah. No, 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 it's true. If you like Taylor Swift, I don't think you're an idiot. But if you are someone who unleashes viciousness at other people who have a different opinion than you, yeah, then yes, I think you're an idiot. Um, I can. And-
1: I, I I guess I'll say that I agree with you. Like that okay. is true. Yeah. I yeah. just I would like there to be an environment where people can talk about music and say negative things about said music without it being perceived as this horrible attack on on identity that's all
0: yeah 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 no i agree i think it's um i mean i don't know it's like it's it's it's, it's I, like I, it's it's interesting to me because like i think a lot of like the online universe of like swifties like they act very militaristic, you know? Like, they're a unit who are all working together. I think it's, to, like, like,
1: evocative of, like, our a symptom of, like, larger stan culture, too, because obviously Swifties are not... I think I see this in K-pop Twitter, too. Like, Lana fa- Del Rey fa- Yes, also. exactly. Fandoms have become increasingly militarized because they've figured out that they can really make an impact on on the music itself yeah, by yep. like i mean doing a lot of various things like stream yep. streaming parties like prom- insane promotion of work using like you know what i mean like yeah. they've i think they have an inc- like the fan base has an increased authority and like an increased agency to affect yeah, no. The music of course. Itself.
0: Yeah, like if if the New York Times is gonna give a middling review and still face a lot of backlash, then like obviously they're gonna take that into consideration next time. There's a release, like, well, maybe we instead of doing a middling review, we should do a more positive one. You know what I mean? Like, it like the, who knows? Maybe the Guardian, Rolling Stones, like gave a high score because they know that's like profitable. It's gonna work out best for them. There's gonna be no backlash. It's really screwed up. To so it's like it's using bullying as a tactic, and it's especially infuriating right now because midnights is such like the divergence between the like online discourse a- about the album and the quality of the album is like massive like in my opinion this album is like definitely one of Taylor Swift's worst albums and the like discourse about it is like also like the most hostile right now I mean maybe it's always hostile but it's just like it's just it's you can see what I'm trying to say it's it's, it's,
1: in- it's worse than normal. It's worse than normal. normal.
0: Yeah. Whatever you feel about the album, it's just like, oh my God, like this is not what music and art is supposed to be about. It's No.
1: No. And it's not gonna do any favors to the musicians because now they're gonna think, wow, like no one will actually like critically engage with my work. Or it's going to feed into like maybe already pretty egotistical musicians or like people who want to be famous, for example, that use music as their avenue through which they like achieve that or whatever, like this sort of like online culture of like constant praise and, you know, crucifixion of anyone who dares to challenge that it's only going to feed their ego more and it's not going to result in better music.
0: Sophie, do you have um, the lyrics on hand. Oh, I, you I do. You wanted- I do. Yes. All right. Let's read them. Let's um, go ahead and read them, and we'll let the podcast listeners decide themselves.
1: Yeah. Here's a here's a little excerpt ex- excerpt for you. Um. Here we go. Here's the lyrics of the song Karma from Midnight's. Cause Karma is my boyfriend. Karma is a god. Karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend. Karma is a relaxing thought aren't you envious that it's for you? It's not. Sweet like honey, karma is a cat purring on my lap because it loves me flexing like a goddamn acrobat, me and karma vibe like that.
0: So thank you for sharing. <laughs> One, the first thing the, to me, this literally sounds like it's an eighth graders like poetry project for English class. And they're like, mm-hmm. well, what well, well, cat rhymes with lap karma like you know it's like they're just like putting like these like very and you know when we watched the miss americana documentary there was one line in there where she said like you know there's like the stereotype that famous people don't age and they kind of just stay forever in the mindset of the age they became famous and taylor swift said like she think that that might be true of her who got you know when she got famous as like a like a teenage girl and i think it must be true because like these lyrics literally sound like it's like a teenager like Putting together something for like their middle school like poetry class like that's that's my interpretation of the entire album. And I'm saying uh, that
1: because I think Taylor Swift is capable of doing better work than this. Um,
0: I I mean I guess so. I get anyone yeah, I guess is so.
1: anyone is capable of improving.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. You're anyone not is not doing her any
1: favors by pretending that this is good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Like I, I yeah. Don't you, you know guys, guys
1: want to demand better music? Like, don't you guys want better music? <laughs> right? Or maybe I don't not. Know. I don't know. I don't maybe know. Not. I maybe no not. Maybe not. Um, I don't even know what to say. Like, I just, reading that, I feel like it's pretty clear that that is bad songwriting. And it, in the documentary, that. there was just lots of scenes where Taylor's basically saying, like, I want validation. I'm doing yeah, this for validation. Exactly. I'm a, I'm known for my songwriting. I'm known for my storytelling. And I'm not seeing any good storytelling in this song.
0: She was literally like, the thing that separates me from other artists, my niche, is that I'm a very good storyteller. Like, that's what, like, Taylor Swift was literally talking about how great of a storyteller she is. There are better
1: storytellers in in every single genre.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I I don't think that's unique.
1: Like, and she probably is a good storyteller in some of her songs, but... I don't know. Do you under, do you
0: do you understand Sophie and I's frustration where we hear lyrics like that and then if we dare to suggest that maybe that's not those are not the best lyrics, it all of a sudden becomes socially okay for masses of people to like attack us. Like don't you understand why that's like yeah. super by psychologically way, like, frustrating? Last
1: night I posted some or today I posted my story. I'm a real person by the way, which is a, admittedly a kind of cringe thing to post, but I've I don't know i've been lately i've been just pretty depressed by instagram and having this account like i really like this account and i'm not gonna stop but like and i enjoy it a lot but like it was just a desperate like plea to my followers like please stop being mean to me please um of course all the replies are like no like shut up no like because they think they're joking and i'm sure they think like i think it's funny too and i yeah whatever it's fine i don't know i just it sucks sometimes. I wish people would like, because I've been more happy than I ever have been, and people are, just don't want to see me happy. I guess I've turned this Taylor Swift conversation into something else, I guess, because I've been getting a lot of hate.
0: Well, I mean, I don't think it's too, too disconnected, because you know for a fact posting this episode, you're going to get more hatred. So.
1: I'm very anxious about that. Um, well, so I really do ask everyone who listens to this to like, be kind.
0: Direct it. Direct it towards me. All no, right. Don't I'm...
1: don't even direct it towards no, 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 me. No 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 no. Don't go don't. go
0: go watch my go watch my YouTube review of this you, album and then leave a comment to... there.
1: Well, part of the reason I'm upset is because people are being mean to Congolese now, and that like makes me very upset. So literally, just be nice and don't do it to anyone. Okay, <laughs> like just be nice and. Stop being rude to real people, because this is, this is not like, these are real people. Like, let's just say karma is a cat in my lap. Exactly. And if you leave, <laughs> if you
0: leave a negative comment, ooh, let's just say this is gonna be some vigilante shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> some yeah, we got some vigilante shit up in here, because, yeah, just be nice. Please be nice. Be normal. You would not never say these things to someone. To their face the kind of dms and comments that i get you would never say to my face or his face please let me i the main reason i run this page is because it's like fun it's fun for me it's like i want to post it's like a diary for me a lot of the time so like if i want to post something that's kind of wholesome literally just exercise some discretion and be nice think that's all I ask. I'm sorry. Like that's all I ask. yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. genuinely emotionally affecting me a little bit. So I just want to say that to anyone listening,
0: yeah. And I mean, I, I do think there's a relationship here, and this is a bigger conversation, I think, about like how I was saying. it's become normalized to criticize people who don't like your taste in music. And likewise, it's also become unnormalized. It's become cringe. It's become like frowned upon to like be happy online. You know what I mean? It's so sad. Like,
1: it's
0: like, it's, it's a very not good place to be. I think it's you're encouraging, kind of stifling. You're also
1: encouraging people, like you're telling people that the only validation they're going to get is when they're depressed or sad. And look,
0: I get it. I get it. It's it's cr- like, I get it. I, I, I think a lot of things are cringe. All right. I see a content creator posting about how happy they are. I used to be a teenager who would also comment, OMG, this is cringe. I get it. But truthfully, as someone who's a little older, I've been through lots of er- eras of my life where I'm depressed, I'm anxious, and I'm feeling better. I'm able to have a better creative output and be- better to, like, just be a-, a happier, more engaged person, like, in times where I'm happier. Like, it's a stereotype yes. that you have and to, to be funny. And both of us had a
1: lot of, like, mental health struggles that yeah, were very just- open about.
0: Yeah, trust it's a me. You
1: d- we are not funnier at the, at our like rock bottom. Like. No,
0: we're not. It's a it's a really dumb stereotype. Like you need to stop watching movies. All right, it's not like all you know. You you become a depressed ball neurotic, and then all of a sudden artist, yeah. whatever. I, yeah, I do think being neurotic does contribute to being more creative, but I don't think it's that like being depressed and anxious. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like, anyways.
1: And I literally <sighs> just named some research myself on Twitter to see what people are saying. And the t- the first tweet that comes out is, Jonah Varka became a sellout. And then all, there's a bunch of replies and stuff. Like, they're, I don't know. It's fine. Like, I just don't know what I did that made me a sellout. I I don't, like, I'm not sponsored. I'm not, like, posting ads. I'm not, I don't know what that means. And I, I do suspect that it's because i have a boyfriend i really do think that's it and if you got to talk about misogyny <laughs> like taylor swift like yeah i swear to god yeah. like and uh, i and i never i am dealing with a lot of like biphobia shit which is whatever it's not really that re- like big of a deal because like whatever it's fine like i know it's not like as materially it's like it's way easier to be bisexual than than gay it's true it's a fact um because i've like lived that experience whatever but it's true that like i have been getting a lot of like shitty comments and DMs like just like saying like i never thought you were a lesbian I thought you were le-. like like i don't know people are just mean mean to me because i'm happy because i have a boyfriend and i don't know i just i thought is that does that make me a sellout
0: i don't think it does i don't think it does like i said i think it's just we're we're, like something's really sick right now with this like online culture of like you know it's if someone yeah yeah no like it's very cruel i just i am i
1: I implore you got you all to not yeah
0: um and it's very frustrating because i'm you know like I want to step in and say something, but the truth is, if I like, it's say just going to create it, more yeah
1: conflict.
0: Yeah, cause uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: Stop, stop being mean.
0: Stop being mean to Sophie
1: and him. Don't be mean to him too. It hurts my feelings, so don't do it. I,
0: I, I yeah, yeah. If you want to be mean to me, DM it to me so Sophie doesn't see. It, cause I don't mind it, but it hurts Sophie's feelings more than it hurts my feelings. So. Uh, don't leave... Don't do comments. Don't do comments on Sophie's page about how you don't like me. Because that really hurts Sophie's feelings.
1: Also, like, so. he's a nice guy. He's very smart. Whatever. He's talented, funny. I voted for Joe Biden! Exactly. So... Uh, I, I didn't mean for the episode to end so sadly.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I think this is, like, stuff that really... Even though it sounds funny to talk about Taylor Swift and like Lana Del Rey and stuff like I do think it is it is personal like both of us are people who very care very deeply about like art and the internet and like this is like a prime example like a prime event in like media and internet and art history so it overlaps
1: yeah so I guess yeah I didn't tend to be so like vulnerable on this episode but I guess I just really needed to say this because it's been eating at me for a while now, for months. So, yeah. But I hope you got all got some enjoyment out of this episode, and I hope you learned some stuff. Um, and also, I do want to say that I'm fine, and I'm very, very happy, very happy person now.
0: We appreciate all the listens. Yeah, we on really, the podcast. we really
1: do. And I mean, also, like, it's okay for to not like my page or his page or our podcast or whatever like that's fine like obviously i support that because i don't you know like we were just talking about that but it is i don't even know what to say i'm sorry i don't i feel bad it's okay
0: sophie i i I think it's really nice if you would open up it's always nice i think you know lots of people have probably similar feelings even though they're maybe like the silent majority of most people on the internet who just want to go about their day but then there's like a, a very loud minority of cruel people who just want to just trash so I think it's very nice of you, Sophie, to open up about it. And I think a lot of people will appreciate it. So,
1: Thank you. Um, I wish I could end with a funny bit. But um, I guess I'll just say Among Us (laughs) is epic. And yeah, Among Us. Well...
0: With all that said, <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> thank to an you epic so much. episode. I really,
1: I am serious. Thank you, and I, I, I have lots of fun doing this podcast. So I, it really means a lot all the people supporting it, and it is as much as like the negative stuff I get. I also do get a lot of like very positive, nice comments, particularly about this episode. Yeah. I mean, at uh, this podcast. So I really do yeah. appreciate that a lot.
0: Yeah, I think that's just an unfortunate part of being human. Is you can get a lot of really nice comments, and they're just gonna come out one year and leave the other. But someone le- says something negative, and it really sticks. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
1: it's so be nice, yes, um, as as Harry Styles, our our dear friend, would say, treat people with kindness.
0: Yeah, we're we're being we're being we're we're on our nice to Harry Styles arc now. If we can be nice <laughs> to Harry Styles, you can be nice to Sophie.
1: Literally, All right. okay. All right. Well, well thanks for listening, thank everybody. Thank you so much. This has been an episode of
0: Base News Network.
1: Bye-bye.